All right, welcome boys and girls to the first ever Spotter Pod in 2018, near the end of the year. I am Jeffrey Excellence, and joining me, my eternal partner in crime for podcasting functions, Ophi. Yeah. Say hi, Ophi. It's Ophi. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right, I guess. I'm here forever, guys. <laughs> Never gonna leave. <laughs> like oh, God. Uh, I could die, and Ophi will still do this podcast. He's just gonna talk this, to himself. This podcast that you've never heard about. I've been but doing. It'll be. <laughs> it's it's podcast of the year that never won. God. So on this spotter pod, uh, we talk about it's a discussion cast. I'd like to think of it. But we talk about anything that we'd like for the subject of the day and discuss on that. When we were initially creating the inception of this podcast, we didn't want to think about restricting us to just one topic like wrestling or anime or uh, video games. Video we want games. to cover everything. Yeah, we, <clears throat> we have a lot of, what a ride, ride, wide variety of uh, different things we'd like to cover and like to be able exactly. to have a platform where we're able to share our opinions on all of these different things to you, the people. <laughs> That's right, the people. I'll come up with a I'll come up with a little catchy name at some point. Spottling spot. Oh, you can't be calling we don't even have any Spotters. fans. You can't be calling I I my girlfriend's a fan. Yeah. Right, right? Yeah, I guess right? she is. She's not even listening. Yeah, uh, call her a spotterling. See how that works out. <laughs> Hey, Joel, you're a spotterling. I don't even care, man. Yeah. <laughs> out, out of her. Hopefully, out of her well, hopefully that's not the story of this podcast. <laughs> no one cared. The end. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah. We like to talk about various things. In the news, we'll try to cover all, all relevant topics to us. And then we'll have a main topic for the episode. Today's topic is the Queen-inspired movie, actually, rather, the Freddie Mercury-inspired movie of Bohemian Rhapsody. But, before we get to that, we'll talk about relevant news in the world. Now, as of the recording of this podcast, I believe it to be December 2nd, Sunday, first item of news relevant to us on the docket, Roderick Strong, the NXT Tag Champion, one of the, one half, of the NXT Tag Champions, he made a tweet, and I kind of hate reporting on tweets because <laughs> they're ki- sometimes they they can be news, but then other times it's like stupid, right? Don't say. <laughs> but uh, he's post he post he tweeted about NXT Undisputed Champions um, becoming Evolve Title Champions, and he was referring to the Evolve 117th event on December 15th. Your thoughts, Ophi? I'm not gonna lie, I don't really follow NXT that much. That's okay, this isn't about NXT. The, the, the reason why I put it on the docket is just because, you know, back in the day, or, I mean, obviously, or, I wasn't even... Or basically like, any wrestling that's not really WWE, I'm sorry. It's okay, That the, the point. The, there's a point I'm trying to make here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is, like, normally the rule of thumb for wrestlers in the WWE, or even NXT, which is an extension of WWE, for those of you who couldn't figure that out, but normally the rule of thumb is you don't acknowledge the competition when you're number one, or, you know, I mean, obviously there will people be like, oh, New Japan's better wrestling, but that's not the point. I think business-wise, WWE is still number one, but normally the rule of thumb for all the workers and in the office is they don't acknowledge the other promotions. Like, it's either WWE or nothing, like Nerf or nothing. But the reason why it's interesting that he's mentioning it is I think it just shows an evolution. <laughs> I know evolution was yep, in November, yeah, so yep. quick pun over there. But the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because it shows the state of wrestling now in 2018 as opposed to, like, 2000. Yeah, I think she, <laughs> Yeah, like, even though I just admitted that I don't watch that much, like, I can... Other things, other promotions are getting, actually, a lot of... News and a lot of and coverage. Coverage, yeah. Exposure. Exposure is the word, right? Exposure, yeah. Exposure. I think one of my earbuds is backwards. Hold on. Don't worry. Can, no, we can all edit this out. 
Nah, leave, leave it in, unless it's like really bad. Leaving um, everything like, in. Are you, are you actually serious? You want to actually leave everything in? Unless we say something like terribly wrong. <laughs> Joy, do you want to do you want to go sleep on the couch or something? Okay. My my roommate has a headache. Roommate. My girlfriend. <laughs> Whoa, hey, what do you, we don't curse on this on this on this podcast. Jeez. But, uh, God, I lost my point. But the reason why I wanted to bring this up is aside from the Monday Night Wars, WWE didn't really acknowledge the competition aside from WCW. Now, granted, as great as Evolve is, it's not direct competition in WWE, but I think it goes to show... Oh, what's up? What? You're recording! Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. What a great start. What a rollicking good start we're at. But it goes to show, like, the business is expanding, and then all these promotions are related to the big federation at some point. And I think it, it's also it's, it's good for the business overall is what I oh, think, yeah, because yeah. it's going to show more exposure for everyone, and therefore everyone gets more money, and therefore it's good for the wrestlers. And if it's good for more wrestlers, then there's more wrestling to happen. And then more fans, and then it's just a continuous cycle, so... I just, I'm just really, I think it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, slash wrestler, slash casual fan, you know? And even if you don't like the wrestling that's happening now, you can also have access to basically the whole library of (laughs) (laughs) on the WWE Network for only $9.99. Why, I believe it's only $9.99. What a steal. A month. Sorry, how how much was that? How much was that? $9.99 a month. Wow. Oh wow! What a steal! All that content for, for nine ninety nine. Netflix wishes they could be that good. <laughs> for ten thousand hours of endless wrestling content, just sponsor me. Have sponsor everything, us, WWE. everything on loop to get your money's worth. <laughs> just keep watching the finger poke of doom from WCW when Hulk Hogan poked <sighs> Kevin Nash in the chest and he took a bomb and he pinned him. Yeah, and that was the finish and mm-hmm. start. That was everything. Is that Look the one where up. he says and this, he takes the mic and, and is like, "This is why this company's in the hole." No, 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 no that, that was that was Jeff Jarrett. And <laughs> that, that was a, that's that's a, a different bullshit. That's, <laughs> it still involved Hulk Hogan, though. Uh, that's the common and WCW. Yeah. Hulk Hogan and WCW. That's the common thread. Yeah, what a what a time that was. Back in that time oh in God. which I was not alive yet. <laughs> No, you were alive. You just there's no way you could have watched it. Yeah. Neither have I. I just had to look yeah. back at it. We'll after. go back. I'm I'm actually you know I, l- I listened to that on the 83 weeks podcast. Shout out to them. They never well I highly doubt they hear this, but shout out to that. And I'd like to give shout outs to my go to old school wrestling dudes, the OSW podcast. Oh, I didn't even know you. Yeah, listened to that. I love those dudes. That's where I get all my okay, well, my homework from. Hmm. Anyway. That's actually, I learn something new every day. All right, moving on in news, and anime news, Psyche K, it's a comedy anim- uh, shonen anime, has been confirmed for its final season on December 28th. And that's actually really exciting to me because uh, it's on Netflix. Check it out if you have Netflix, which is seven ninety nine a month for the most standard version. Oh, so don't oh but you can't watch WCW 1995 Hog Wild on Netflix, can you? <laughs> It's actually 1996, I think. <laughs> Spoiler for next episode, but continuing on from that. The um, the anime is coming out for the third season. Watch it however you can watch it, I guess. But I think it's a great show, especially for those of you who are fans of comedy anime. I love the main character just because he's so deadpan, but he has godlike powers. Yeah, so, on the so I know you've tried to sell me on this anime before. So why don't you tell me why do you think, uh, why is Psyche K worth picking up? So just like any other comedy series, like the narrative for a lot of shows, like Game of Thrones, the main focus is the narrative. So characters are characters are important, but it's not the meat and potatoes, right? But for comedy shows, I th- believe the characters are the most important thing. And in this show, God, the characters are so crazy. But then e- even like there's such caricatures of certain traits, they're still relatable in a way. And then that's how that's what makes the comedy and the relationships. And then the main character himself is just a really, I really relate to him a lot. Not the god powers, unfortunately, but just more. <laughs> unfortunately, not yet. 
<laughs> nah, yeah, g- give me, yeah, give me a few, one. few more years. I think I'll figure out the telekinesis. But uh, just how he is, like how he tries to just blend in. Like, there are times when no one, I don't even want to stick out, dude, or I don't even want to talk. Actually, there's a running joke that I thought they just didn't do because they didn't have the money. But in the second season, they clearly have the money because the budget production goes up. But since the character is a psychic, he could just talk straight into people's brains. So they never animate him talking. <laughs> they <laughs> never? Just, they just, really? Like, no, I can't think of an instance in the anime where they have him talk. Uh, like, it's just... Okay, that's pretty They bad. have him talk to the people. And people don't know he's a psychic, so... I'm what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they just... He, he hides the facts so he doesn't get experimented on. Oh. But uh, he, he uh, talks directly into people's brains. And... <laughs> They never animate him talking, but the people he's talking to do not acknowledge his mouth isn't moving at all. It's great. It's hilarious. So how long is this thing? How long? Uh, First season. Well, actually, both seasons are 24, I believe. Okay. So 48 yes. total. And then I'm assuming the third season will be something similar. All right. It was popular enough to have a live action movie, which I plan on watching. Actually, we should watch it. That's a, are put that are any of these thing. anime live action adaptions actually good? You know, <laughs> uh, I've seen some of them, and I've heard a lot of them are not good. But I think a comedy one can pull it off because it's supposed to be stupid. Okay. So I think this will be the exception, but we'll see. I heard the I heard the Attack on Titan one was pretty rough. I haven't seen it yet. No, oh, yeah, I've heard amazingly bad things about it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know sometimes that's a that's kind of you, you gotta have something different to watch like not everything can be a blockbuster right yep. you gotta see your being okay Tr- totally normal transition here uh right. speaking of blockbusters the switch Ooh. was uh making some blockbuster numbers last oh, yeah, they, <laughs> friday black friday cyber monday week they, they, were, they killed place. it dude 250 million dollars over the weekend can you believe it? I believe uh, I believe in the article I was reading, and the lo- the links for the articles for all the news will be will be uh, uh, added somewhere. on, folks, for you to check it out. Yeah, they'll well, be somewhere. It will be available. Will be available. Thank you. But I believe they sold about eight point two, I believe, million uh, switches themselves in North America, which is insane. And then not only did they sell a lot of games, but they sold 1 million copies of Super Mario Party, and Pokemon Let's Go made 1.5 million sales, the best selling overall within this time period. Yep. Can you imagine that? How many games they sold in just a hey, week? Hey, I was one of those 1.5 million buying Pokemon Let's Go. Did I you buy it. Yellow or did... Uh, not Yellow, sorry. Did you buy po- uh, Pikachu or Eevee? I got Eevee. I would have gotten Played Eevee it too. and beat it. That's yeah, pretty all right. Pretty all right. <laughs> Did you fight red, blue, and green? Uh, I fought blue and green, but I didn't fight red because you got to do more things, and I'm kind of feeling done with it for now. Uh, how many hours did you do? Uh, 30. Oh, okay, so it's not but, to be exponentially fair, long. Uh, to be fair, like I, I know because it's the actual system, the, the region, I just know really well, so... I just knew exactly so it's what to quick do. for you. Not really uh, doing that much exploring, and honestly, I don't think I like the new catch mechanic. I'm not. Oh, I'm not feeling Pokemon it. Pokemon Go. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there are a lot That's of fair. great things about it. Really good, nice quality of life stuff. Like you can access like, your Pokemon. Uh, what do you call them? Pokemon Pokebox. So you could switch out your members whenever you want. That's cool. Ooh, you can, that you, is dude, dude, good, you can nickname your Pokemon whenever. You can change it whenever. Oh, you don't have thank to, God! You don't I have hate to go to shit. a stupid name raider. Some dude, oh, some goodness. fucking dude who's like, who's who is this man? Who, who are you? Who are you to tell me? Like, That's one of the things I hated doing, um, especially when you think of a better nickname, but then you have to go all the way back, and you don't, you haven't discovered the Fly HM yet, and then you have to carry a Pokemon for Fly, which yeah. sucks. Because fly is alright as a move, but that's actually actually that I makes like it. it makes me think of Pokemon Coliseum on the N sixty four when my cousins would play, what and they stadium? would all pick. I remember a specific instance when they picked the legendary birds, and they both picked <laughs> fly, <laughs> and then the younger brother got hella mad. <laughs> oh my god! 
Hey, speaking of legendary, but yeah. So actually, oh, another another thing, uh, you can actually ride your Pokemon. Wow. Some oh, of them. like in a uh, Sun and Moon. Like in yeah, but like they're actually your Pokemon. But the thing about oh, but the thing about it is like, like it's Arcanine, right? Yeah, it's it's only like it's not that much though. I wish there were more, including the legendary birds. You cannot ride fucking Articuno or Zapdos. That's bullshit. What about Charizard? Can you yeah, you can ride Charizard. Okay, they had to do that at least. Yeah. Actually, I have a question. Go is for it, it just one fifty one? It's one fifty three. Cause you know the new uh, what's it called Meltan? They revealed that. Dude, I. I saw that in Pokemon Go. I thought it was a glitch. So That's I the only... Okay, this is the first time. So I've been a fan of Pokemon. I've been buying their games even up until Ultra Sun and Moon. I've seen all the new shit. Meltane's like the first time where I'm like, that's not a Pokemon. That That is... <laughs> what is this? That's This is weird. a Digimon. This is a Digimon. Come a on. <laughs> like, I know I, a lot like, of the later designs are criticized for being Digimon, but Meltan is just... I don't know. I try. I didn't even bother to catch it in Pokemon Go because I legit thought it was a glitch. Oh my! Wait, hold on, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's how. That's how off-putting it was. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> Damn. The, re- the point I'm trying to make here is the reason why I put this, the Switch business on the news is I know the Switch didn't do as poorly as the Wii U. Oh, you rest don't say. Yeah. West in, rest in peace, Wii U. I almost said West, like Wii. West in but, peace. <laughs> but the reason why I put it on there is just, I'm glad Nintendo is actually doing really yeah, good. Yeah, dude, like, I love Nintendo as a company. after the Wii U, I remember when I first saw the Switch, the very first reveal, I was really like, okay. You weren't hyped about it? Not really. Oh, really? I, I wasn't I was actually hyped that. about it. I wasn't that hyped. Um, I was kind of worried, worried about yeah. how it would affect 3DS, but I don't think it did, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and I was worried, like, oh man, is this is it gonna do all right? And it do it's it's done pretty well for itself. <laughs> it's made made quite a lot of money. Pretty good system. Say. Uh, oh, mine's. I think my sister has mine right now. Oh well. Uh, Darn. But yeah, there's a lot of games I want to play on there. Obviously, the the first party stuff. But there's actually some good third party games too. I'd like to get my hands on. Unfortunately, unfortunately, folks, I have a PS4. I mean, don't get me wrong. I got the PS4 for. The specific purpose of playing all the crazy third-party games like Red Dead 2 and The Witcher and such. Did but... you get Red Dead 2? You got it? Uh, no, not yet. I'm still trying to finish The Witcher, mm. actually. But the point I'm trying to make is I, I really want to play those Nintendo Switch games. And, God, it's not. I, I guess I do have the money, but I don't think I could justify I would have to cut out a lot of other things <laughs> if I wanted to play both the Switch <laughs> and PlayStation. <laughs> Let's say that, Which yeah. would defeat the... It would defeat the purpose of this podcast being a multimedia discussion podcast. It'd just be a video game podcast at that point. Not that we have anything wrong with that, but there's just we want to be able to talk expand about our things. horizons. Some bullshit. Like you don't want to be, oh, what's the word? You don't want to be. I guess I'll just say designated to only specific genre. Like if you say, oh, this is a let's play channel, and then all of a sudden you do like a video essay, then people are like, dude, what the hell? I didn't yeah. want this and. Uh, Maybe it's a more cynical approach to it, but let's just nip it in the bud from the start, right? So, most important news item. <laughs> did you see, did you see it? Yeah. All right. Well, why don't you uh, why don't you uh, take the take the lead on this? So, well, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't actually have the thing. I just saw a picture and didn't actually. Oh, you didn't watch the whole video? Uh, I didn't even watch the whole video. I don't need to watch the whole video. So apparently, I guess who did this? I don't know. Oh, hold on, let me let me look. It was so obviously it's on YouTube, but Inverse posted a video that they did surgery on a grape. On a grape. And I and although that the technical skill that's probably required to do, I didn't watch the video, guys. I'm I'm gonna be honest here, but uh, <laughs> the technical skill it takes to do this probably is high end, but that's not the focus of the internet. <laughs> the focus is the opening line is when he's shouting, "They did surgery on a grape," and the, and then all I see on my on my Reddit and Instagram meme feeds is just they did they they change out whatever, and then eventually it says they did surgery on a grape. You just, it's the meme of the month, guys. That's why I had to report it. How how do you feel about the surgery on a grape, Hopi? I don't really like grapes, so uh, I was, didn't really feel a need to look in the inner machinations of one not super inclined to uh yeah it's 
Yeah. Shut up. It's the most most important news I th- we talked about. Probably. Today. Okay. Rest rest in peace, George H. W. Rest in peace. Oh crap! Yeah, that happened. <laughs> My bad. You should. Uh, you want to take the lead on that one, actually? So, uh, <laughs> what what former number president was he? Forty. So former president George H. I believe. Yes. H. H. W. Bush. Father passed of away. W. Bush. Who is uh, also a president? Yeah. Um, I mean, being children born in the nineties. We're alive, are we? What? Were we even alive well, we were... when he was president? Were we? When the fuck was he I president? Don't know. Oh god damn it. I don't know nothing. <laughs> Hold on. George H. W. Bush presidency. <laughs> Je- January twenty eighth, nineteen eighty nine and nineteen ninety three. Yeah, no, we were not alive. There you go. Oh, we but were we were alive, alive when, when his medicine. when his son was his son was oh yeah alive for when sure we that's two thousand yeah there you go but unfortunately the president passed away we don't really have much to say because we weren't alive to we might I might just cut this I don't know I, I kind of meant it as no a leave it. you leave it in you bring it up you leave it in. <laughs> but um, yeah God bless him I don't really know much about him. We weren't even sperm cells guys because we're both born in 1996, and he was done with the yeah. president presidency in 1993. And I don't think either of us have really strong political views, so we can't really get into it. Anyway, okay. I think that might be enough news. So that's enough. Yeah, I think I think we're calling the news. So moving on to the main topic of today, Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie. Well, the a quick synopsis of what the movie is about. It's just. It follows the story of Freddie Mercury joining Smile and then eventually the inception of Queen up until the Live Aid concert and then unfortunately Freddie's untimely passing due to AIDS. What are your initial thoughts on the movie? So, um, I think overall as a fan of Queen, I really do, I like a lot of their music. Uh, one Me too, of pal. my favorite bands, uh, probably. I, I really enjoyed a lot of it. Um... I think there were some bits to me that kind of irked me, kind of like, eh. Um, why don't you, why don't you, uh, what, what bits did you have in mind? Well, okay, so I'm not claiming to be any queen historian. I don't, I haven't dug that much. I actually thought about... Oh, I'm glad you bring bring this up, because I actually was curious on um what parts were incorrect. Yeah. But please continue. I mean, they're, they're all online and all of the reviews of yeah. what they got wrong. Um, I thought about... Uh, looking over before going in to see this movie, going and seeing the actual history of Queen and Freddie Mercury, um, but I decided not to because I wanted because I wanted kind of like a I guess a more pure the vanilla experience. Yeah, more pure experience of like just seeing it, and um, <clears throat> so yeah, it is the timeline of how a lot of things happened is wrong and yeah, the way, that's actually the way people met is wrong and stuff like that which in retrospect yeah it does bother me makes me feel like yeah i wish it was more accurate uh but if i look at it as just a piece of uh, as a movie i think it, it's it's good i liked it uh music's musical musical sections obviously for a fantastic m- bro. Uh, for a music for a movie about a band a rock band pretty good uh i, I they, believe they we're got, both a little biased towards it because yeah. we're both queen fans but God damn! Even if you weren't a Queen fan, yeah, they got they basically got all the most of the big hits and the of, big hits. Oh yeah. Actually, before we move on from that, I wanted to touch on the accuracy point. And yeah, go I'm for it. No, yeah, I you. actually do have a different. Yeah, go on. I am with you, and I, I do want it to be like almost near exact on how it happened in real life, based off the, the collections. But granted, I know the band members were in charge of this movie. So how I see it is that they just had to condense it for an actual movie. Like they had to make the timing seem right and for overall direction for the cuts, like how they met the band members and how they actually linked up is uh, different. Like I remember I watched a video on YouTube, look it up, but it was difference between what happened in the Queen movie versus what happened in real life. And Farouk or Freddy, is it Farouk? Uh, Farouk? I'm not going to try to... Farouk. I'm going to go with just saying Freddy, folks. But yeah, Freddy uh, already knew the band members for a while. He actually knew the lead singer. So in the movie, 
the lead singer just bounces straight out, and then Freddy just comes in, swoops in, and steals his spot. Well, not steals his spot, but replaces him in the band's smile. But I think I prefer the more condensed version because I don't want to see that entire part. Like, I don't think it's a it's a movie, you know. It should be yeah. long enough so, to cover the subject, but short enough to be interesting. Yeah, I was I was feeling kind of uh, blank down right on down on how it got a lot of things wrong until I really thought. Uh, when did Hamilton come out now? Oh my god. 20 Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hours, I heard a lot of the um... years ago. So, um I'm not claiming to be a history buff, but I like hip hop. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and when I listened to Hamilton, I cried like three times and <laughs> thought it was amazing. Um okay. and obviously that I'm not I'm not saying Hamilton's is or this movie's as good as Hamilton probably not. But like being able to being okay with uh, these condensed pop versions of history, I, I think there's a reason like they can exist and be entertaining. Um, I think it's important in, for movies, in spite just for overall direction, of, spite of the inaccuracies. I feel like as long as they don't have the major points inaccurate, like oh, Queen was not a British brand. A band. They were actually an American band. Like that would that would piss people off. That yeah, but I don't. I don't think any major movie studio is going to let anything that bad happen. Like. Yeah, I agree. But so, the the point I'm trying to make is as long as not mm-hmm. as long as nothing major is being changed, the, I think if you can capture the essence, yes. of the story, people. Will yes, exactly. Be all right. And that's why I think it was good that they had Brian and. Jo- Actually, I don't know what John did, but I know Brian and Roger were in charge of uh, overlooking the script as opposed and, you know, a lot of the other stuff for the movie. Mm -hmm. Something I would have liked for something I think they could have improved on is just a little. I think it's a small thing, honestly, but just the development of Smile as a forming working as a unit to become a better band, because obviously when they had that last performance, before they cut to becoming queen, uh, the the music was good, but there were some kinks they had to work out. Like for example, mm-hmm. Freddie would, Freddie got the lyrics wrong on stage, and he was just improving. And I think they could have got a few more minutes just ex- just exploring how they meshed together growing up, and then eventually yeah. becoming oh. queen. Yeah, a lot of the the movie does feel just jumps around time. Like it's rushed a, a bit. little. Yeah. Um. But it, then again, it's a it's a band that's been a, been around for like twenty years. Yeah, and aren't they still to... they're still making music? I think. Are they seriously? Yeah, yeah I know they, they're they still playing. Play. I know they're still playing. Playing. I didn't know they were releasing new songs. Okay, I'm not sure if they're releasing new songs, but okay. But yeah, for a band with a lot of history, just trying to get it in with, and the, the movie feels fast, so don't get me wrong, it doesn't drag, but just trying to get it all within the two hour time frame, I think. They made the right choices. I would have liked to see a little more, more of that, uh, the cohesive unit development, yeah. just to get that satisfaction. I think, I think it's kind of like, but not is, is Bohemian Rhapsody a movie about Queen the rock band or Freddie Mercury the lead singer of Queen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it kind of. And I would, I would say maybe it's more Freddie. Yeah, no, it is. It is more Freddie, but they don't fully commit to it being full on Freddie. I would have preferred to to get to see more glimpses into the other guys' the other life. Band members. What was it? I think when Freddie moves into he moves into the new house, and then With Roger's John? like, it was, uh, Roger was like, I I can't go to the party. I got the wife and kids. That, yeah, it's like hey, just dropping this stuff in. It kind of be <laughs> they got to move the story along, right? Yeah, they got to got to get through the. Uh, yeah, okay. No, I I agree with you. Like. I do wish we got to see a little more. Maybe it's because we're Queen Marks, but um, I do wish we got to see a little more of the band members. Actually, I think my favorite band member is uh is John Deacon, Deacon just yeah. for his style, and then I really love the bass. And from the small snippets of his character that we got, I I can really I really enjoy that. Like mm-hmm. for example, when he was, and I don't even think the time. I'm not sure if the time when this actual song came out was accurate, but when they had this scene of him writing another one bites the dust for the band to yeah. play. Mm-hmm. I really like how he's just calm. He's like, he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to be sober. He just needs to play. Like, I really like that direct attitude yeah. of just screw it. Let's just get it done. 
And then I, do, yeah, I just really, love how he, ju- he yeah, dresses as a dad the whole time. Yeah, I really do like it. Like, especially, what was it? Uh, right before, uh, I think it's it's right before the Live Aid. I forget when. But, uh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about it. It's uh, when. Are you talking about when Freddy apologizes? No, before or? that. Before that, actually, when he's kind of breaking them up. And he's, oh, okay. like, saying, without me, you guys, like, oh, Brian, you'd be an yeah, astrophysicist. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Roger would be a dentist. Dentist. And, and John. I don't got nothing. I I got nothing. Nothing comes to mind. Oh, is electrical engineering good enough for you? <laughs> oh um, my goodness! But yeah, I, I think to note about the the whole uh, all those scenes, the recording scenes are a lot of fun, but it does kind of feel oh, like the movie thing Rhapsody. of like man, like all of like these specific events just happen so happen to perfectly line up to these specific to, classic points of life. Uh, yeah, that too. Also how the lyrics... I mean, I think, yeah, a lot of these lyrics do line up fairly well with... It's good uh, directing, points. I will say but I feel that. But like, I, I feel like that might just be because they're writing music for that kind of audience that's like, you know, looking for direction or, you know, looking for... It, it, I think they said it best in the movie is the Queen music is for the, the outcast in the back. Yeah, and that's exactly you who know, they were, yeah. And that's who they got. But then eventually it got super popular, so it was more than just the outcasts. Yeah. Uh, I, I think everyone can get that feeling of feeling of not belonging at some point in their lives. Unless you don't, then you're a yeah. dick, I guess. But yeah, It definitely goes into the whole thing, especially with uh, his family. Uh, oh, his dad yeah. in particular. Which, yeah, I really do wish they fleshed that out more, as opposed to just him hugging his dad at the end because i guess now that your son's a super rock star you're okay with it now but it's no, like it's the scene of, a lot more because of the live aid money you know is good thoughts right yeah no i see i see what you put in the docket and how it seems rushed like they, that all that stuff from finding hutton to reconcile yeah the, ma- dad. the man he 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 lived the rest of his life with uh josh john hutton yeah like, I wish it, he got it all happened in the same day that's a, that's and, a lot of things and like we were saying earlier, we understand that you have to you have to condense it for the movie just to keep the audience on their toes and not drag. But goddamn, <laughs> I find it hard to believe. Like my 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 disbelief, my suspension of disbelief is a little disarmed mm-hmm. here because I highly doubt he was able to find John Hunt, reconcile with his dad, then uh, see Mary and her being pregnant and then this is all happening right before the big battle like it's like a video game oh, yeah, and it's also the the whole thing of of when he finds out about the disease and how yeah, it does not happen before live aid that was completely it happens after yeah it after it's something a revision which they made I, for the movie but I, I think those were added drama it is added drama but is it necessary added drama like <laughs> i mean i i guess if it's for a movie for the, the <laughs> for the decision to discovering the aids earlier i'm actually okay with it because i do appreciate the heightened drama but okay. i did not I, but i agree with you on your point on it is it is seem a little rushed and, it does, and, and, and i guess it would day. make a better finale and i understand they wanted to have yeah. uh hutton and mary at the live aid concert but still dude <laughs> all at once but and then the actress but uh, overall, I'd say it's a well-directed, and the movie has good direction. So it's exciting movie from starting. To- I really wish I could see it again, but I'm a little cheap on <laughs> going to see the same movie <laughs> twice. Have- so yeah, I don't think I've ever actually done that. But I'm not super into movies. Like they're movies I like, but I don't think I've especially especially like within well, it's still in theaters because I, I like to. I don't really like seeing things like seeing the same again thing in the theater? like so soon. Yeah, maybe like. In a year or something. Yeah, I can. I, I'm actually more with you on that. Yeah. On that sentiment, but actually, I think the only movie I saw twice was Guardians of the Galaxy, one, and that's because the second time I was trying to go with a girl. No, oh, okay. I see. But that. I didn't go anywhere, so it didn't even work. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wasn't the first time I watched it with you guys? Yeah, we saw it. Yeah, in, uh, right here in Vegas. Good, oh. good old Vegas. Do we want to? Dude, the, the Vegas is a big place. No one's gonna. No one's gonna know. <laughs> no. It's not like anyone listens to this to know to to bother to find out. Was your sister gonna find out where you live? Hold on, she does know where you live. Oh god. All right. I live in Reno. 
Sorry, guys. Renault. Renault, Nevada. This is a Nevada podcast. Renault, like, Nevada. Nevada podcast. Week. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, yeah. but overall, I'd say, the quote-unquote, the negatives or the downsides of the movie were very minimal and aren't really worth bending over for. So let's move on to the important part. What was great about this movie? Oh my goodness, so many things. Right, pal? Like, first think, off, the music. <laughs> well, okay, that's <laughs> that's that's cheating. But yeah, well, obviously. I, I, no, it, it's, a, it's a movie about a band that we both like. They put the songs in. We liked it. It's great. We're going to pop for it. What's your favorite song in the whole soundtrack? Not, not, not your favorite Queen song, but your favorite song in the soundtrack. Hmm. Probably like We Will Rock You just because showing like the feeling, the feeling of Freddie wanting the crowd to get in, to be a part of. I thought it was Brian. Or was it Brian? Shit. I think it was Brian. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was Brian. Oh, at least in the movie. I'm assuming it was Brian in real life too. Unless he's just. Okay, yeah. I forget who it was. Unless he's changing. But yeah, like I just think it's a really cool thing and something I didn't really think about. Audience inclusion is important, both in wrestling, music, or any other live entertainment. That audience wants to get involved, man. It It'd be a part back. of the show. Tying it all back together. Look at that. <laughs> but no, we, we will rock you. And also, I think that's the first Queen song I ever heard in my life. Was we will it's, rock you? It's it's probably I think it's probably the most heard song, most popular. You'd say popular, yeah, yeah, popular Queen song. It's like in every fucking movie, sports stadium, even sports stadium, every uh, event, cartoons. They had it in Drake and Josh. Oh, did they? <laughs> Do you remember when? that episode? Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, when they were, like, stuck inside oh, the house. Oh, yeah, when the, the, it's, like, raining or something, and they're yeah, all yeah, in yeah, the yeah. house for some reason. Just, oh, yeah, look at that and Drake then, uh, and Josh And then the movie theater lady just starts yeah. it up for some reason. I can't remember the co- I'm sure it was better <laughs> better uh, directed than that, but I just know she starts it up for some reason, and then everyone gets into it, and then everyone feels better. <laughs> yeah, that was probably the first time I heard that song. I was yeah. like, that's, I don't think that was the first know, time pretty I good. heard it, but that's the one I can remember, mm-hmm. earliest recollect. Yeah. But for me, I think my favorite song was Love of My Life, because that was actually the first time I heard that song. In, in the movie, really? really? Yeah, actually, huh. surprisingly. Right. And, and then when I heard it, I just... Because I think what made it more powerful is the context they provided, is that he was writing it for Mary, which, oh my god, we will talk about this soon, but the relationship between Freddie and Mary... Like, he, he has all this love for her, although, unfortunately, he's not physically attracted to her. But he writes her this song, and then even this guy, the antagonist of the movie, what was his name, John? It's Paul. Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the antagonist, Paul, although he doesn't start as an uh, antagonist, tries to dissuade Freddy from his true love, even though Freddy... I mean, I don't. from what I heard from my friends, I haven't checked, but apparently Freddy never openly admitted to being gay, but... Yeah, he said he was a... Uh... Bye. But the Paul trying to dissuade him that he doesn't love Mary, but Freddie is adamant on his relationship with her. But he writes it, and then you can just feel all the emotion and passion. And then I think what really made it for me is during the the actual concert when the audience is singing it, and it just God, it must feel feel amazing to be on stage and having people sing that song for you. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. I think I was in the bathroom at that time. I kind of hate you right now. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I get you. I, I, hey, uh, you're, you're, you painted it beautifully, man. I was, a, I was okay. transported back in the theater. Mesmerized. Back into that toilet stall. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Yep. That's yep. the problem with two-hour movies, with two-hour yeah, plus mm-hmm, movies, yeah. is you're going to have to use the bathroom at some point. Yeah. Uh, this one did kind of feel long, especially with the whole... Uh, live aid performance at the end but we'll get to that that one was like 20 minutes right yeah it was like it was the, the whole actual... the whole but thing i think what another layer to that song is uh, hopefully you were there for this scene but freddie presents the live aid concert and all the audience singing to mary his wife at the time and he's like oh they're singing for you my love and then <laughs> Oh, man, she's like, oh, you're gay at some point, like, really shortly after. Were you there for that? Oh, yeah, the reveal in which she kind of breaks she's up like, with I him, know. kind of. Yeah. No, I think it just, because that makes the song seem so bittersweet. 
at that point because he made it a love song for the woman that he loved, but then the woman rejects it. So I think that's another reason I could really appreciate the song from the from the movie narrative. That is. <laughs> All right, so, so let's talk about uh let's talk about the characters, pal. Who so Freddy. Your... Yeah, so uh, <laughs> only Freddy. not Freddy. That's a favorite band member. <laughs> I mean, I think most people would probably say Freddy. And Freddy is really up there. He's a good second. Really close second. But Whoa, I really think second. Ooh, who? John Deacon, man. Okay, John wait, you're, wait, you already said that earlier. I, I did. <laughs> but I just really like, um, first off, I can really appreciate the bass. And then second, I just love how he's dressed as a dad, even though the people around him are rock stars, and he makes all this snarky comments, and he's sarcastic. They didn't have to go too far into his story, but I already yeah. I already appreciate John Deacon as a character and then as a band member. Actually, uh, to give a non-Freddy answer, I'd go with Roger. Uh, just oh, really? <laughs> i go with Roger, yeah. Uh, and it's not just because... Oh, I think it is kind of mostly because he did write I'm in love with my car, which... <laughs> <laughs> which they buried hey, during the hey, movie. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, uh, so, interesting thing. Uh, the other... Maybe like a couple weeks before I was... I watched this movie. I was in my car... Listen to my playlist, Spotify, got a lot of Queen on there. Um, and the, that song came up. And then I was like, yeah, hey, it's a, it's that Queen song about loving your car. And then I, I was listening to the voice. And I was like, wait a minute. That's not Freddy. <laughs> wait, is this song even a Queen song? If it's not Freddy, who, who could it have been? Oh, shit. Wait, Roger can sing, dude. And he sung a couple other Queen songs. Like, that that dude, I think it's shown when they're recording Bohemian Rhapsody, and he's doing oh, yeah. the... He hits those uh, notes, dude. Biz- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to try. But, uh, yeah, that, that dude can... Uh, he can hit those high notes, dude. Like, it's just uh, kind of unfortunate that he was with the most, one of the most talented vocal performers of our generation. But, uh, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, they're better for it. Queen. But, uh, cutting... Let's actually talk a little more about Roger. I think, so I think what they were implying was that he wasn't faithful to his, uh, to his wife. Is that what they were saying? What? Roger was? I think was? I might, I might have misinterpreted that. When? <laughs> it's just like, um, remember when they were at the party at Freddy's house? And then Freddy makes a mm. comment about yeah. not being faithful to Roger. I, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, mm. I didn't get mm. that at all. I'd have to. I, I'm gonna have to double check on that. <clears throat> Thoughts on Brian, lead guitarist. Got the hair. I like this. Uh, crazy hair. I like this voice. Sounds cool. <laughs> Seems like the the quote unquote glue to the. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the jet from Cowboy Bebop. He's the jet of clean. Like he's like the the guiding force. I guess I would say the, the rock. Even, like, the, the rock, if you will. <laughs> Thank of you. the rock band, the rock, God, I hate the rock it. band. I, <laughs> I, hate it. I hate it. That's what I could tell. Like that line when Freddie's like, uh, "You would return my songs with all the revisions." And, uh, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. The, the the one where he's actually revealing all these things that they never showed. Of, yeah, of how I they... wish they. That's another issue. <sighs> I wish they. That's what happens well, when you gotta yeah. rush to the movie, man. When you're covering twenty years in one two-hour film, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. No, I, I agree with you. I wish they did show that a little longer. But okay, I, this is actually one I wanted to cover. So, how do you feel about Mary? <sighs> Mary, I feel yeah. like she was put in a very unfortunate situation, especially worked out in the end, d- though. What? Was able at the to end? worked out in the end at least. Oh yeah, it worked out. Yeah, um, like it's like this the the the. the <clears throat> like Freddie represents obviously the other side of being gay in the eighties, uh, but you can see Mary the other the other side of like this man who I've I want to dedicate my life to is he's gay. This well, way. I guess bisexual. Yeah, I don't know if it's ever really implied that he doesn't he doesn't find her attractive anymore. I kind of got it more as like she didn't want to be in a romantic relationship with a bisexual or homosexual man that's what i got out of it i i actually disagree with you on that really actually how how i interpreted it was that 
Freddy wasn't attracted to women from the movie, what the what they were implying in the movie. But he just he wanted it's, her as a companion. But mm. unfortunately, and yeah, yeah, that too, that too. She she didn't want to just be a companion. Yeah, okay. Yeah, does he? Does she, he? Because uh, at that point, I don't think they ever officially got married. They were obviously engaged, but I thought they did get married. I think in real life, I don't think they ever got officially married. But oh, okay. Um, I forget when when that happens. Does he call off the wedding, or? Does he not oh, want to, or not want to? Maybe, maybe, maybe they were engaged. I think they were engaged. Because I feel like that your side works if he doesn't want to be. Hmm. I know he does want to. He wanted her. He for sure wanted her in his life. God, it's been a in while. A, in a companionship sorry, sense, but not. I don't think as a wife sense because what what they imply in the movie, from what I understood, was that he wasn't attracted to women. Although he's told Mary that he was bisexual. He was obviously questioning his sexuality, and it seemed like he favored men. I feel like, okay, so they're only shown, ever, post that scene, he's never shown with another woman, right? Yeah, He's only yeah, shown with exactly. men, but, yeah, I'm not sure if that, I guess that implies that he only, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I would say, I would say it implies, because if he, Yeah, I mean, it does, but I don't know. If they were trying to paint the picture that he was bisexual, he would look at both men and women, and although he did slap a girl's ass, I don't think it was in a sexual sense, I think he was just slapping her ass. Hmm. I would, I would say, they, I would say they implied, I'd be, that he was gay. Not yeah, bad. I don't, I don't know if I, I buy that, if, just because they, he's never shown to... Like, that doesn't mean he's that doesn't mean he's not attracted to her i don't know hmm, hmm. look Fair at that point. discussion look at that interesting <laughs> back and forth but diving more into the marriage relationship i i just think it's so interesting because unfortunately she wants more you know and like she, and in the dialogue she says that it's not even your fault but yeah, uh, yeah obviously that we can't, you be can't, you yeah. can't blame him for feeling that way yeah it's like <clears throat> because a lot of times, yeah, you, you see the character who, the, like, Freddy's a main character, but then you also uh, reacting to how how this changes his the way his he looks at relationships and stuff. You also see how Mary sees And then he's in a toxic relationship with, with Paul. <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say? Oh, no, I think it was just being able to see the other side of, like, those left behind, like... From you when know. you change... Or rather, yeah. not change, but what's the correct way to put this? Except you discover your, your true, true self. self. <laughs> you try to some, drop a some persona, fucking persona, persona reference in there, pal. Not not intentionally, but <laughs> <laughs> we gotta play that. I gotta finish that P five so we can talk about it. But um, at the end, I'm glad that both Mary and Freddie were able to come to terms in their relationship and still stay friends. Which I think that's the best part for their when i first watched this movie i came in with the preconceived notion that freddie was gay and he knew he was gay mm-hmm. but uh um, oh, when he found in the, in the 80s ooh. <laughs> but when uh ooh. when he found out that he was uh that he was more into men and then they couldn't uh be romantically involved in mary i was like oh i didn't even know about half of that at all it was actually really surprising to me yeah i mean oh it's different for for everyone who comes out you know you're not and a lot of times it's it's you, you feel uncomfortable with how you feel because it's different it's not normal so it just sucks that you're engaged with someone in the heterosexual relationship and then all of a sudden it turns out oh maybe this isn't what i thought it or this isn't how i really felt yeah and obviously that can happen even if it's not oh i like you know it can happen in in just normal straight you know finding out you're not in love with someone or you yeah, you know, this, be... the revelation doesn't have to be you're homosexual. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, maybe I actually don't love this person. Yeah. That's why I think the relationship was so interesting, and they were still able to come together at the end and be friends. Yeah, especially like, so actually, I think the first, the second, the first time you see her after that scene is, oh, uh, when he moves into the new house, and he's like, yeah, she lives next door. I was like, oh, well, that's wow. that's good that it worked out. But I kind of wish. I, I, we got a scene in which she was like accepting like okay you know that, I know I know everything didn't I know our whole <laughs> relationship didn't work out but let's be 
you know, I still want to be, be your um, friend and be in your partners, life. Partners, partners, I guess. Or companions. Uh, I think companions. Is I wouldn't use like idea. yeah. Partner would imply like you know living with each other and. Yeah, like, you're right. Kind of yeah. And then it's so sad and, when uh, he brushed off the the lamp click uh, at one point, and then he tried to do it back at later, and then she wasn't even living there. Yeah, anymore. a lot like, of it was oh, kind of like. That that hits uh, you deep, man. That hits you deep. Yeah, a lot of it was. Uh, and I think it does like the one of the central themes, one of the core uh, problems Freddie had was which was loneliness and dealing with From like, being trying different. to reach trying to reach out to, but like at times reaching out, but a lot of times like also scaring away and retaliating against people who those closest to him. Yeah, actually, that that leads well. Oh, I want to talk about this. The narrative, like overall, of Freddy's arc. But before we do that, before we do that, I believe we should discuss the main antagonist a little bit of Paul. Yeah. So, yeah based Paul off sucks. what, uh, yeah, he does. But I guess the best, uh, the best part, the meat and potatoes, I want to talk about is why, why would, was Paul acted the way he he did? You know, like why was he like that? What what why, why do you believe? Why do you how do you hypothesize? Paul acted well, the way he did if I if I'm looking at this in a movie perspective, it's because he's the villain, and so he needs to be a villain <laughs> and do villainous things. That's if my. If you're looking at just uh, from that's my that's from my the on the cuff example, yes. <laughs> that's my on the cuff right, like coming up with a right now explanation. Um, I mean, do you want me to go first? Do you think you want me to go first? Oh uh, no, uh, I can obviously him reaching out to Freddy. Uh, I think it's kind of clear. Yeah, he was in love with with, with him, right? But he was he was in love yeah. with the wrong Freddy. He yeah, he was in love like, with the persona of Freddie Mercury, not who Fred was as a person. That's yeah, how I think. Obviously that morphed into something very manipulative and Exactly just, that's the word. Manipulative, yes. And toxic. Yeah. Like God. how can how can you not tell him about this charity performance, which is also, might I add, one of the biggest performances of the year. Yeah, kinda Kind of scummy. Um, so I looked into it. Yeah, a character like this, or a person, yeah, rather, was... How, how legitimate was the movie portrayal since you looked into it? <sighs> I didn't look into it super hard. I know he didn't go on air. Um, it was oh, so him. That never, so that didn't happen. Yeah, um, but there definitely was a force, uh, a person behind a lot of negative things in Freddy's life. Was it so... actually? Uh, was it actually, would you say, due to Paul? Um, I mean, obviously, uh, a lot of different things can, I'm not sure if you can 100% pinpoint a lot of things. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if, I don't, like, for example, I don't know if the Live Aid thing was, was real. Though? Would you say he's a main influence? Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I can't really exactly say I mean, how the, much the, influence. The drugs yeah. and the partying lifestyle probably helped with not making great decisions, too. Hmm. I mean, that's kind of like the the typical rock star life uh, life of getting high and drinking and all that stuff that doesn't usually end well. Something I wanted to touch more on for Paul is so there's a scene when he's like, "Yeah, I was a Orthodox mm-hmm. raised Catholic a, boy." Yeah, gay uh, gay Catholic boy trying to trying to fit in. Like I know more. About, but then he was the guy. He didn't want to take the heat for trying to have Freddy go solo from that narrative. But how I think of it is, although he did love Freddie Mercury, the persona, but I think he wanted part of the stardom too. So that's why he tried to mm. control Freddy because he was always he was always someone that was forced to fit in and be regulated based off the backstory. That's how I interpret it. So when he meets Freddie Mercury, superstar of the ages, right? He's like, oh, I'm a part of this. Maybe I can make it my own shine too, you know. So that's how I how I viewed his motives, as far as how he acted towards Freddy and being manipulative and taking away gigs and not telling Freddy, at least based off the movie. Like isolate, especially the whole isolation thing. Yeah, which, yeah. Uh, I don't think actually happened. I don't think they really had that much of a falling out. I mean, like I said, <laughs> yeah, they the still other- play together. In real yeah, life. Yeah, like the the other guys had solo records too. They had solo the records before still... Freddie did, yeah, actually. So... I think Roger was the first one and Brian was second. Should have, like, if those two can get solo records, why the fuck not? Uh... 
<laughs> Why not Freddie Mercury the frontman? <laughs> so but, yeah, uh, again, think, it's drama for the sake of drama. Which whether you like it or not, I'm kind of eh. But I I can see why it's like movie. upsetting. But if, it's, it's for the narrative of the movie, and I think it gets the point across for the most point anyway. Hmm. Has the essence of what happens. The whole uh, falling out with the band thing, and then period of you got the low point of the movie with the whole uh, crying in the rain thing. When uh, man, what a what a movie <clears throat> scene! It's always in the rain, right? In the rain. Uh, and he just runs Paul out. out. He yeah. he le- no he kicks him out, but then he runs, but he leaves. But I'm like, wait, this is your house. <laughs> I guess he was probably just uh, renting it or something because that was it was in Munich, Germany, oh, yeah, I you're think. Right. So. You're right. You're right. Let's just run back to the uh, airport and get out of there. Yeah, why not? And then they have that final resolution of uh, him and bring the band back together. That yeah. was a nice feeling. I really enjoyed that. Actually, that brings me yeah. um to my next point. How I view the narrative that they were telling for Freddie Mercury is it's essentially the story of Icarus. How I think about it. Do you know the story of Icarus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for those yeah. of you who don't, for those of you who don't, I'm gonna give a time kick. to get a Greek history lesson from G <laughs> G Jeffrey Excellence. Yeah, I say it with the J, dude, not G. Come wait, on. Wait, G. Wait, you do? Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, really? you gotta make it. Um, wait, why? You have to make it streamline <laughs> for the main main audience. That's not even how I say my. That's not even how my first name is supposed to be pronounced yeah. anyway. But my mom doesn't even pronounce my first name right. We really? Wait, how does she say it? She says she says Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Wait, that's, what? Not, that's the same. How is it? No, no, no. It's, spo- it's supposed to be pronounced Joffrey, like Game of Thrones. I mean, well, I yeah, I know that. Okay. Okay. But, uh, so yeah, the all right. Anyway, <clears throat> dude, even, even even Paul doesn't say my name right. My friend, <laughs> yeah, my yeah, really yeah, 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 friend. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've decided that it doesn't even matter. I guess. Okay, <laughs> you just giving up on the G. <laughs> oh no, I'm the not battle between the G freeze and the Joffreys. You you just you just fucking seceded to the other side. I st- <laughs> I betrayed my own kind. Did you see that meme? All one of you. <laughs> no. No, nah, there's, other, there's others, I think. But did you ever see that meme when it's like, um, uh, how how does Joffrey say yes, and then it says yes? Yes. <laughs> it's Y-E-O-S. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> Where were we? Oh, my. God damn it. See, this is why we have a run script, so I, I don't lose our place. But... <laughs> Freddie Mercury's story, I could believe, is akin oh, to the story of Icarus. There you go. Icarus, yes. Greek, Greek uh, tragedy. Greek tragedy? tragedy. Here we go. I don't think it's at the level of tragedy, but it definitely he, wasn't a good result. <laughs> Wait, how is that not a tragedy? Come on. Isn't I don't, one person I, I, dying. I, I, I know. Okay, I know tragedy has a very specific, like, meaning, meaning. and especially when it comes to, like, old stories and stuff, but, like, okay. <laughs> anyway. I guess it was a tragedy for his father. What's <laughs> the point? <laughs> God damn. Okay, so Icarus made these wax wings, and he was able to fly. I, this is I'm really undercutting the story, guys. I'm sorry, but he made these wax wings, and then he flew too close to the sun, even though his father told him not to. And then since he flew too close to the sun with wings made of wax, they melted and fell to the ground, and I believe he died. But yeah, he died. <laughs> how I Super how dead. I the reason why I bring this up and relate it to Freddy is him getting too close to the sun is him. At the height of his popularity, you know, it's him getting that lifestyle of a rock star that he always dreamed to, to break that mode, to be the superstar he always wanted to be. But he got too far into it, you know, mm-hmm. with the partying. He's definitely the not the first rock star to fit that narrative. And he, oh, yeah, by all means. Unfortunately, will not be the last, unfortunately. Because yeah. it be still last. happens. And But he's also one of the most notable and tragic mm-hmm. because of he unfortunately passing away due to a complication due to this AIDS virus. But I really believe Freddie Mercury's story is that of Icarus. Mm. Except the sun wow. is AIDS. What a great analogy. Sun is AIDS. <laughs> oh, God. What's this say at the end? Hold on. Oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about that uh, 20 minute Live Aid performance. I did not believe they were going to do the full set. Really? Because. For the Live Aid concert? Yeah. Because I'm For like the max they're gonna final conclusion. Yeah, I thought they were gonna do like one or two of the big ones. It's all in there. It just kept going, yeah. and I, I, it, I think it's really cool. 
that they did that. They're like, yeah, fuck, yeah, screw it, just put the whole thing in there. Put the whole performance in there. Um, but all twenty minutes. Yeah, there were times. There were times in which it just cut to like people looking like excited, especially like the. They, they cut to like Mary like five times and she's just has like the same Mary expression every time. Yeah. Like their, <laughs> their expressions aren't really changing that much. It's kind of a little awkward, but overall. I like how cool. they put it. I like yeah, how the cool. live aid concert was the, was the climax. Oh yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure yeah. it is like their most well-known performance and yeah. like their performance was one of the most memorable of lot. There's a highlight. At least if you'll believe the narrative actually, before we talk about the live aid, uh, I just wanted to mention, like, I really love it when they played Another One Bites the Dust while Freddy's, like, when he's on his spiral, his downward spiral of departing. Mm-hmm. And the game yeah, and like, kind of like the, the, the transition from the music before. Because I, I remember, I always thought, yeah, Another One Bites the Dust is kind of, kind of really it's different. different. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not about, exactly. It's about killing people. Like, oh, huh. <laughs> but, but the, but, but that bass is amazing. So. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. That bass. That boom. Boom, boom. Bites the yeah, bites yeah, bites the dust though, man. They should have played that for the Marvel movie. Bites the dust. Infinity though. War. It's okay if it's spoilers, guys. That movie's like goddamn months old, so I don't care. Which movie? I don't. Know. Oh, is that the one where they all died or something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but sorry. So back to the live aid concert. I I really, I think it was good. They did it the full performance and did all the songs mm. because it really showed something. I am curious about was it. Is it true that a lot of the nations only came in when the when the Queen performance was going on? Is that legitimate? Oh, I didn't look into that. Because, because like how you can <laughs> frame it is that Queen saves Africa. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of forgot that that was a thing. I, I was just kind of like tuned out, honestly. I was like, because at that point I was kind of tired and needed to go to the. You're like it's a long again. concert. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's actually. I mean, the- I mean for a concert, it's not that long, but. For the, the movie, movie for a movie in the concert, for a movie, I mean a concert in a movie. Like to to me, the the movie definitely feels like its length. It's it's long, especially so. at the end. Mm-hmm. I, however, enjoyed it. I actually appreciated that they put everything. I could see why people would get tired of it. The song selection that they used was fantastic. I, we are the champions. Isn't my favorite oh, song? Yeah, of course. No, it's probably. Uh, I go back. I think it might be my favorite. That performance of it's probably my favorite performance, performance in the movie. Yes, actually, thinking about you. it, thinking about it, like as a try, like that song is like a final triumphant. Like it makes yeah. sense for the movie, and it makes sense for the concert. It makes sense so for. I, yeah, I can just, agree with it being the last song, and I mean, I, wasn't it the actual last song for Live Aid? I don't. No, no. I'm pretty sure uh, they weren't the last performance. No. No, but I mean, like the last song they're set. Yeah, I think so. Oh God! Yeah, fact check. Someone can fact check it. I don't care. <laughs> but uh, I think "We Are the Champions" as the last song was a perfect choice. Obviously, not not my favorite one. I like it. Don't get me wrong, but it made sense for the movie too. For Freddie being able to triumph over his throat hurting from his AIDS, even though it was diagnosed a lot later in real life, but not the point, right? But really good way to end the movie and then they cut out fade to black and they just show a little of the after of what happens mm-hmm. i don't know why part of me thought they were gonna go full on all the way to the end? deathbed yeah i didn't think they um, would i thought life it was gonna be in i was actually kind of surprised that they ended it there like yeah i, I think they could have went more but i think it yeah it works as a final conclusion as a triumphant conclusion as opposed and it's to, better to because that's how they probably want to portray it. Yeah, as, as opposed to Rami Malek pretending to die. So, yeah. God, they they put big ass teeth to, to make him yeah, fit the role. Yeah, I never really noticed. Yeah, Freddy's got some uh, got some chompers on there. I noticed when um he was doing, I was watching a video of his performance for Love of My Life, and they had the camera. Uh, hitting him at 45 degrees, and I just saw his front teeth. I was like, wow. <laughs> That they did not over exaggerate in the movie. That was spot on. <laughs> I don't know if that's a British thing or what, but eh, that's pro that was probably a little prejudice, but what can you do, right? So final thoughts on Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, well first off I think a lot of people are probably focusing on Rami Malik, guy who performed as Freddie. Mm-hmm. Uh so I think he did a great job. He did an amazing job. 
yeah. yeah just capturing like that the weird essence. like cadence and the, the flamboyance uh okay I'll, I'll admit i've never i didn't hear I, i've never heard freddie speak that wasn't singing before like watching this movie yeah and i think it's a really good casting decision and he like nails that like kind of eccentric genius kind of character Flamboyant. that there's something there's something like yeah there's something different there yeah, but it's good it's good different it's legit yeah, it's X special yeah <laughs> x-factor it's the x-factor man no he got it overall i think this is a great representation for the movie it shows the story of freddie mercury uh cliff notes or side side notes it is somewhat rushed but goddamn they're trying to squish 20 years into two hours so what can you expect no movie is ever going to really be perfect and it'll be subjected to maybe there are some people that loved it and probably would have wanted more but overall great movie you guys should go see it yeah, especially if you like queen yeah, if you're queen, especially, so, yeah go, go you don't ahead. even have to like queen to enjoy this movie like even if you didn't like rock music at all i think you could enjoy this movie I dare say. Just because uh, Freddy's story is really interesting. And I believe that is that is the podcast, considering yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Unless you have something else to add. Let me think. I feel like... Hmm. Was there a point I wanted to make? Anything else? Eh. Nah? Go see the movie. All right. Think we're going? Yeah, go 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 see what's still in theaters. Why not? So, if there's anything that you guys want to comment to us, tell us we're terrible. Tell us we're great. Have any questions? How could they? How could, how would they do that, Ulfi? Well, they could send us an email at our email address, spotterpod at gmail Sorry, what what what, what was that? <laughs> Why sending us an email at spotterpod at gmail That is S P O. D-E-R-P-O-D at gmail.com. I'll say it one more time. S-P-O-D-E-R-P-O-D at gmail.com. And if you have a specific question that you would like us to read on air, just make sure you put in your subject question. If it's anything else, you don't have to put anything in the subject, but hell, we might even read it and comment it on this yeah, we podcast. We would appreciate as much feedback as anyone can give us. Tell uh, even if like all 100 emails are hate mail, I'll read so, I'll read 100 of them and oh. probably talk about less than half. <laughs> yeah, because you know, even if I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, thank you. <laughs> you have right. a good night or day or whatever you'll say. Good to this. night. Bye. Good night. Good day. Goodbye. <laughs>